All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm just looking at you now for the first time. I, I don't know. You've been here Hi. for a while. How are you? You re- Between the shirt and toque and the beard and everything, you have you very much have a lumberjack feel today. Where did you park your axe? Your hatchet? My saw? Yeah. I got a double ender. You get the other side? Well, double ender. Go. Careful. I know there's a few of those kicking around your house. I don't know about that. Welcome to the podcast. It is Barn Burner Tuesday. Tuesday. Well, they play the blues on Tuesday and Thursday, and they play oh, the blues tonight. They didn't play the blues two days ago, so I'm going to, yeah, I'm yeah. with you on a Tuesday. Game day, get your helmet on, or your whatever Anyone you else need for notice? Your, yeah, I'll, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll yeah. get there. We'll get there. The Redster. What do you mean we'll get there? You don't know what I'm going to say. Yeah, he's going somewhere else. Oh, okay. Well, I was thought you were talking about the clear and obvious addition to your uh, shot, but go ahead. Sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Yeah, I didn't know what I was going to say was anyone else noticed what a prick Pinder has been in his snide comments, even in the group chat. Oh, uh, while his kids and family have been away. What? Like on Sunday when when Mace Pinder sent out the Corey Mace video of Mace. Yeah, he's walking to the Bills Bills game. game. And I I said, "Oh, is he here?" And Pinder replied with, "Yeah, yeah, idiot. Clearly, he's walking into the stadium." And it's like, well, it wasn't clear. It was just a picture of Mace. Yeah, Pinder. yeah, Ryan. Why would 
Is he making this you know, up? I don't just now he has to snarky. snip at people. He's, you know, you're edgy, and it's because of your lack of sleep and overindulgence in booze. Yeah, you was, should maybe. Yeah, look at how happy he is. Look at Mace, our boy. When are we going to get him on? Come back to Calgary, yeah, that, Corey. Hey, and so is that the that that right there screams I'm walking into the Bills Stadium. Well, there was a video. So there, this was a screenshot of the video. The video. I uh, had him walking amongst other people in Bill's gear in the same direction. That doesn't mean you should call Rhett stupid. I did not call Rhett stupid. Yeah. Where was this video? It's ignorant. I didn't think I was I didn't snarky. see a video. Now, I didn't pay that close attention, in fairness. Well, but you're uh, high as a kite, still sleeping. Yeah, that was me. That was me. Is he in buff? Yes. He's D coordinator in Toronto. Huge Buffalo fan. Clearly walking to the game. Great Cup champ. Clearly, Rhett, you you stupid. Clearly. I hear it too, Rhett. Uh, I, I mean, heard there, it for sure. There's a bungalow. Right? His, his wife's wearing Bill's gear. They're all Bill's geared up. It's moments before the game. Is it a video? Rhett's going to the game. Oh, it's a video. On our chat. Yeah. He yeah. just ignores us. Am I still frozen here for you guys or just me? Uh, you're froze. Sweet. Let's you're froze up. We are, uh, we're on a game day. We're on a Tuesday. We have uh, some things to get to today. Yeah. Some updates. Do we look any different retro? How do we look? Yeah? You guys aren't attractive people, so you're as good as you could do. Pinder's got the fancy new shirt. It's kind of nice, I guess. I, the, the toque combo doesn't really work for me. I wish it was a yellow toque to yeah. go with that shirt. For us, it'll be a lot. It'll be a lot. But I no, you look good. It's to... still dark. Yeah, feels dark. It's We've... still it's Yeah. we got new cameras. We got a couple new cameras and, and new lights. So we got to figure that out. Yeah, too. new lights, new cameras. So we gotta we gotta work on the the ISO and the exposure and all that sort of stuff. What I he said. That's what we gotta do. Get you all bogged down in the details, retro. But it's because we care about the quality of this program. There you go. We're investing in it. We're putting money back in, resources back into this show. Time, effort, resources, <sighs> a lot of heart, a lot of it. Yep. I'll ask. We're here in the uh, Tower Chrysler Studios, Tower Chrysler, Dodge Jeep Ram, your favorite Dodge Jeep Ram dealer in Calgary. Not you even you close. voted. You voted. Not even close. Calgary uh, Sumer, Sumer Choice Award winner and thing, that thing there. No one better at it. Not according to the uh, consumers of the Choice Award winner. Not according to the thing. people. The people, Dean. The people. The people voted. Said, people, damn people, right. People. Give me some Tower Chrysler. Uh, so we're here in the Tower Chrysler Studios. You are on, on, our, on our YouTube, you're in the middle of three frames, and there is something sitting beside you and in front of you. It looks like a... Uh, is it an Emmy? Is it a Grammy? Is it a is it an Choice Award? EGOT? Is it a Golden Globe? Is I'm it assuming Oscar? that you guys sent this to me. What is it? Uh, what what is, is it? Let's see. You, you didn't send this to me? Is First I've seen me? it. Person of the year. Person of the year. And somebody wow. sent it to my house here. I'm so Rhett, glad it got I, there. I thought what it were the odds? Like one in seven billion? That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Person. Person of the, of the year. year. Yeah. Holy. So you guys did not send person of the year. Oh, I'm sure we did. To the See, Redster. the thing is, um, Rats Pals. There's a lot of candidates for who could have sent the person of the year is, yeah. trophy to yeah. 
So it just showed up in a, in a box. Myself. There was no card, no explanation. Oh, I would think someone in white gloves no. showed up in a limo or a, some sort of a town car to deliver it by hand. You can't have those floating around. This person of the year award getting lost in the mail. <laughs> yeah, the Stanley Cup guy. Yes, right. Phil yeah. Pritchard was there. <laughs> Mike Phil. Bolt. Oh, the guy with the park down the middle. Yeah, it's nice. Well, that's good. I'm, do you feel... Okay, it, well, I got some... I got. I got some detective work to do, apparently. This was like my birthday when I got the Warner jersey. You turd said it wasn't you. I got a, a Warner 04 red with the black logo jersey. I was I like sure the, it was uh, you guys. I, I like the the anonymous. Of course you do. I like that. Mm, I thought it was McCreeth. So they said it wasn't them. Has it boosted yeah, your spirits? Do you feel do you feel like you're deserving of I'm being gonna, the person of the year? It's gonna be with it's it it's gonna be with me for a while. I feel like it should sit here. I think it looks great on the screen. It makes me feel good. Turn it around and I can see the impact I've had in people's lives, somebody's life. I think you should build a I'm shelf or something things. and have it in the background. We so need we can, to see person of the year. It just looks like um yeah, yeah, I don't know what the award is until see, yeah, that's you what gotta, we need. Yeah, there you are. And yeah, it's yeah, it yeah. seems massive. Yeah, now, put it, it close. Could, because yeah. we're on a webcam and that it's wow, the, must the be perspective is yeah. a little off, I'm sure, but it it seems <laughs> look how huge yeah. that thing is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy. Good stuff. Ten I'm man, let's make sure we get a screenshot. That, <laughs> I'm guessing yeah. that the uh postage was more than the actual Yeah. It feels a bit flimsy. Can, can you? Un mm -hmm. Is it like chocolate inside? Can you unwrap the tin foil <laughs> off of it and eat it? What do you mean? That's not like titanium. That's not stainless steel melted down. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, mm. that's exciting though. We have uh, Flames hockey tonight. The Calgary Flames are playing the first of back-to-back -back games in St. Louis against the Blues. It's a back-to-back because -back it's the two in a row, but they're not back-to-back -back nights. I, I, I said back-to-back yeah. -back the other night, and I'm like, did I say that wrong? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like if you're going to split hairs, you're being a jerk about it. Good. Okay. It's like they're playing each other. Two in a row. In the Blues row. aren't going to play anyone else before they play the Flames again and vice versa. Right. So. It's a pair in the show me state. I think we talked about it before. You, you feel like maybe the fans, it's a bit of a rip. If you've got the same team in for consecutive games, let's call it that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think if anything, it might... It might build a little, throw a little log on the fire. That second game might have a little bit, unless it's a complete stinker. Yeah, I don't know that that was the case in San Jose, but that never Tough was going to be a barn burner. Yeah. Log on the fire one. Good anyway. job. Well, yeah. Slide that right in there. Do you ever have any of those retro in your, in your playing days outside of playoffs, obviously? Many. Really? The St. Paul Hotel. Oh, you would have been like so caught up on sleep. Four days. Oh. <sighs> brutal yeah i didn't like it and that was always the thought of when we did it that well, would have been oh six i'm guessing that time frame was that oh there'll be lots of bad blood you know guys will be mad you're gonna have back-to-back -back games against the same team they're gonna pay back snooze fest <laughs> yeah I'm just trying to think of who you would who would you have had awesome. bad blood with back then in those days what random West Walls era wild forward or defenseman would you have had? Brian Rolston's going to get one. Yeah, Rolston. I don't know. Andrew Brunette. Yeah. They had that big Matt Johnson. I'm certainly wasn't going to 
try oh. to muck about with him. God we'll love him for Oliwar Simon, please. God love him, uh, Derek Bugard. Bugard for a while there. He'd keep you, yeah. yeah, yeah, he'd keep you honest. Uh, side note, just I'm going to bring it up only because I'm thinking in this of this era, getting our getting our stuff together for the Jasper Pond Hockey coming up at the end of the month. I had the skates out, had to dig and find the skates because mm-hmm. we went out uh, out on the lake for a little twirl there. Gonna need gonna need stick, I guess, right? Yeah, gonna need a stick. You shoot right or left? Both. I'm righty. <laughs> You're like I have a flat blade. <laughs> you got the old um, coho. <laughs> so I went. Where Where is my stick? So I go rooting around for it. The stick that I have, I actually got. I bought one off of Depot down at the oh, dome. Yeah. End of yeah. the year, he had some extra stuff Equipment kicking stuff? around. So uh, it was an ex. It was a player's stick. I'm like, yeah, that, that'll work. Here. You. Give us the year we get to guess. This is how you, I don't even know. It'll be too hard. It'll be too okay. random. Nick Hagman. But this will tell you <laughs> how long it's been since I've had a stick, bought a stick. Eric Goddard. Whoa. An Eric God. Goddard pr- <laughs> pattern. He might have been the sneakiest tough guy or t- like top five in the league, maybe top three. Rec could speak to it, but I don't think he got enough credit for how tough he was. He could go with anyone. He could go with anyone and knock them the F out. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just, oh, I'll get in there and try. Like, Well, he, he got the better of Bugard. Oh. The one night at the Dome, I remember. It was, uh, it was one of those ones where you just, you lean, okay, ooh, here, here they go. Well, he, he would actually train as a boxer slash fighter. I think he had... You know the old. Uh, he'd shoot the old dukes. He had some, have this up on the socials. The sweet dude. science, tough, tough sob that Eric Goddard. He was Pittsburgh before. I want that to was say. a bad one. After. Yeah, he was no. They started in the island. Oh yeah, ended yeah, yeah, in yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Won a cup with Pittsburgh. Yeah, oh, he started nice. in the island. So, um, that was a bad when he came up and he fought Bugard. I mean. It was fine for him. He won. Not so good for Derek, but it it looked bad because Goddard had been down in the in the minors, and Boogie had run around the game before, and Daryl called him up. I remember this oh, was yeah. because Grapes was was giving him shit, kind of making a comment that you don't call a guy up, send him out there, have him do that, have him have success, and the next day back to the minors and that's what and happened it didn't look good i think they, yeah oh, and then they brought him back again I, but iggy i remember it because we wanted him around he was a really good dude he's going through some hard times right now he's uh, epilepsy i believe and it's not i haven't heard lately anyway i don't want to get off the topic but he he had come to camp and he'd done everything he wanted, and all of a sudden they sent him to the miners, and all of us were like, "Wait a minute, why are we getting this?" Is still the era where there were tough guys around, and and Iggy liked having tough guys, and most teams had them. So, blah blah blah. He uh, he got sent to the miners. We were all disappointed. They brought him up. He give it to Boogie Good, and then they sent him right back down again. And it was like, "Geez, keep this guy here." And then finally they brought him back and he stuck around. So, but it was good. He got to go win a Stanley Cup in, in Pittsburgh. And everybody's got good things to say that no Eric Goddard, he was a good guy. That, that is, is true. A good guy. 
and all, all and he would have left lots of left lots of goals in that stick for you, Boom. <laughs> yeah, and they're still in there. Waste them. I can't wait to get it up. Saving there. them for Jasper. So many, yeah. yeah. 15, 20 years later, they're still in there. His mitt's the same. Like, they're just, the palms are fully intact. He's just, whew. Speaking of, you, you throw out those names, and I don't know why we're going here. I just thought of it last night. Blues today. Yeah. Here's the script. If you're oh, watching wow. on uh, on YouTube, so here is Derek Bugard, Eric Goddard. Both guys are, what, 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, just, it's heavy I was going to say, in weight. today's NHL, each of these guys is the toughest guy in the NHL. I would guess Goddard's given up some pounds here, right? He's tall, yep. but feels a little Goddard's bit more lean. smaller, but he had oh, he wow. had one of those. Yeah. He had the hands that hurt you, right? There's certain guys that punch you, and it don't feel good. <laughs> and he had those those mitts. Yeah, that was a whoa, whoa kind of moment because you just didn't see Bugard ever get handled ever lose um, the St. Louis Blues. There is a time, and it won't be tonight, I don't think. But if you were going to play two games back to back in St. Louis, it you may have lost some sleep. Back to the days of uh, Tony Twist, and uh, you know what? They were a tough, mean team once upon a time. In the, were they when like your your day or a little bit before that? Because of course you know yeah. Chaser and all that. But wow. there were some tough customers there, man. They had five guys, right? Ooh. They had to five instead of a two guys patrolling they had five rudy poshek was there for a while but chaser and twist and then there was always someone in the middle of those two mutants that was willing to <laughs> smack you around too so it was like oh twist got mad i hammered uh oh what was his name number nine <laughs> came in in st louis i hit a guy in front of the net and twist didn't appreciate the hit and he was after me the rest of the game. And I'm like, this is not cool. <laughs> Less fun to play would... with him chasing me. Yeah. Shane, Shane Corson, perhaps? I'm just looking Corson at number Corson was nine. there. He was tough. No, it wasn't Corson. It was a smaller, more of a goal. Cam scorer. Jansen was there for a bit. Ooh, he was tough. That was after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Zezel. They just had a, a lot nine. of middleweights, it looks like. But they, uh, and what's crazy about Tony Twist just a moderate he was 6'1 but 240 or whatever it was he wasn't a behemoth in terms of towering over you but neither was i mean how big is kelly chase chase not big well either. Tidomi chase was the same right chase would yeah. be the... but pack a lot chase was the smart yeah, chase 511 200 twist, was... twist i remember being in the corner with tony twist in St. Louis, and he basically grabbed me by – he had the puck in the corner, so I'm pushing on his back, and he reaches with his hand and grabs me by the sweater, middle of the chest, and just, you stay here, and I'll have the puck. You know, he wasn't going to do much with the puck, but there was no way I was getting loose of that grip. He just held me there and tried to move the puck towards and I was going nowhere. One hand, just you stay here. He was so strong. And the problem with Twist was he'd hurt you. Like Goddard put Bugard down there. But every time Twist fought, there was a fear that you might be out for a month. Like he broke Razor's face. Oh. He broke his face. Like the Razor, you know, the, a couple of days before, I wasn't even on the team then. Twist was crushing guys, and some media asked Rob Bray, like, 
what do you think about twists? And he's like, well, what, what, what do you want me to be scared of the guy? I don't know. What, whatever. So he fought him and then <laughs> twist oh. took it as kind of an insult and then just smushed yeah. his face. It's like, oof, okay. And that's the problem. It, it hit you so hard. Things would break. He punched Paul Laos, one of my First or second years, Louser was fighting everyone. Fought like 35 times my rookie year, maybe 39. And so he fights Twist and hit Twist hits him in the helmet, and that helmet just kablamo exploded. Just pieces everywhere. Made a mess of it. Can you imagine? Not good. If if you've ever I also held and I a don't helmet, know. Yeah. There's a rumor that when St. Louis let Twister know they weren't going to bring him back. He left the rink on his Harley. And someone ran into him. That's right. <laughs> and, yeah. and he punched them. Yeah. <laughs> got run over on his bike, got up, and went and dealt with it himself. Because I remember, so, if you he, get, what? He Kelly got Chase has so many stories. Let's get him on to tomorrow the day after. Be a perfect time. Because I remember hearing about yeah. that. Tony Twist outside got hit by a car on his motorbike. Oh my God, is he okay? Oh, he's fine. Yeah, the guy. The guy in the car. <laughs> fucking banged up. It's one of those famous. You should see how the other guys do it. Yeah. So what do we what do we expect here? We've got two fairly even teams in terms of records and points and records coming in. The Blues have handled the Flames fairly well. Oh, they looked awful against the Blues that right before Christmas, that last home game they had. It was a Friday night. Everyone was wound up, ready to let it rip, and they just looked awful. It was one of the worst showings of the year from the Flames, and that's saying something. When I was going to say, if if not that, was it Buffalo? I don't know, because to me it might have been Buffalo was very the early, stinkiest yeah. effort. I, I, I kind of excuse Buffalo. It's like the second week or third week of the year or whatever, and it's like, okay, that's going to happen, but... When the Blues came through town, it was like, okay, guys, it's time to get your shit together. Like, enough's enough. You got to start performing better. There was no reason to show up flat. I totally see a reason for thinking Buffalo wasn't going to be good. We've watched them the last 15 years. It's human nature. No one thought the Blues were bad and you were going to roll them. It was an awful effort. And no Tarasenko, no O'Reilly, no Krug, no Perenovich. I think Scandella might be back. They're pretty dinged up right now. I don't know. I think I thought I read this morning that Scandella's still. Oh, he's on. still out. You're right. He's yeah. out. So they have. So that's four regulars there. Uh, Perenovich is a guy they thought they could bring in and have a bit of an offensive role in the back end for. He's hurt too. Portuzo. Yeah, they have six, seven regulars. All of them out. I think Scandella was on the reevaluate in six months. Oh, yeah, kind of a thing. Yeah. Not ideal. Uh, Will it will be likes the fight guy in net for St. Louis? Yeah, Jordan Bennington, red ass. Yeah, <laughs> get running around, get him all hot and if, bothered. If this gets out of hand either way, don't just stay with it because Bennington is volatile. He's got to. I mean, I guess maybe if you keep, you've done it that the many coach times, railroaded him what a month ago. Guys have coaches told him his teammates have to have told him, dude, smarten up. Well, Barube post game said it's not helping. It's just got to stop the damn puck. It was a while ago. We played it on the show, but um, I don't know. He's a unique cat. No one had heard of the guy, and then they were last place in the NHL. He carried them to the Stanley Cup. No one's ever going to take that away, but maybe he needs that internal fire. Me against the world. That's the only way that gets things done. It was a 5-2 game back in December. December 16th at the Dome, the Blues beat the Flames. It was not a pretty one. No. The last eight games between the two, the Blues have won seven of them. Jeez. 
And in the last six in St. Louis, the Blues are 4-1-1. One, and one. Mm. Now, this was a Blues team that had won a Stanley Cup, had been a very good team, that weren't this banged up. I, Flames also lost to Chicago the other night, a team without Patrick Kane, a team that they should have beaten. I, I'm, almost, I'm kind of at a point right now where I feel like the effort's going to be there, but just with how un, uncertain the, the offense is, I don't know how to feel about it necessarily. Brandon Saad has six goals in his last six games. Kairou's scoring. Uh, Robert Thomas, don't do it, is uh, is playing pretty well right now as well. Grice actually was in net. I thought maybe he would go. I think it was Sunday night shut out the Minnesota Wild. But they are going with uh, likes to fight guy. Or likes to think he likes to fight guy. There's three back of the Flames. Games played are even. And... Yeah, they're missing some some big parts. The, but the scary part is they're going to be treating it as a must win, don't you? Absolutely, think? they're rape. Flames are in a wild card spot. Said. Blues are not. You got two in a row. You beat them twice. You pass them in the standings. It's that simple for the Blues. The bigger question I have, and it's the one, it's it's a question for you, Rhett, is where are you on St. Louis ribs? Oh, because I I feel like anytime I see St. Louis ribs, I feel like they're inferior to the baby back. And I feel if I'm from St. Louis and we're going to be all about St. Louis ribs, I, they better be tops in their class in some way. Where are you on the St. Louis style rib? I will never turn down a rib of any of any flavor or style, but I would say it's Alan. The you're with me, aren't you? Certainly not top of the list for me. Flatter. Yeah, it's 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 and straighter. That's what I'm told here. It's really not about the rib. It, there's there's certain segments of America where you got Texas barbecue, Kansas City barbecue, St. Louis. Like they all have the Carolina barbecue, a little bit right. Like they're all a little bit different. I'm. I would like the Texas barbecue myself. I'm not uh, so. St. Louis to me, it, it doesn't jump out at me, but I'll eat it. I'll eat it if I have to, boom. St. Louis style ribs, uniform in shape, a little easier to work with. They've got less meat than baby back ribs, but that meat is fattier. So is the meat supposedly better? I, I do. I just feel like I'm not getting, uh, I, I'm getting more with my baby backs. I need to do some exhaustive research here. I feel like we should lay out all these different styles of barbecue from different regions. And it feels like a trick question having to pick one. The meatiest and most flavorful cut of ribs. There's a lot of bone that yields a high amount of fat. I guess maybe you're, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to have to do a case study. So we need a rib showdown. There's only, only one way to really, to really figure it out. And that concludes my St. Louis analysis for tonight. Very good. Yeah. yeah. And to, by the way, text all your sources around the Flames organization. They have an off day tomorrow. So clearly rib night tonight for the Thursday game. Maybe Kelly Chase could come on. We can talk about ribs. Mm-hmm. We can talk about Tony Twist Ugh. injuring a vehicle when it hit him I on a motorbike. <laughs> Be a great call. Chaser's a chef. He would have opinion. Like, I think he's taken courses. Like I was in uh, Scottsdale last year, and I was I didn't go. I was invited over to Ray Whitney's house. There was a kids' hockey tournament, and Chaser was in town. Blah blah blah. A whole bunch of guys were going to Whitney's. We had we were too busy, but apparently, Chaser just said, "Listen, 
I got this. I'm going to come over. I'm going to cook for everyone. And it was amazing. So maybe we should get Chaser on to talk some recipes, food. He's a foodie. Now, true or false, were you at odds with uh, Chaser at one time? Because I seem to remember, let's get Chase well, on beef? the phone. You were like, oh, it's not a good time. Uh, we're kind of uh, busy. He was me. pissed off at me because he runs the... In Saskatoon, he has the, they have a... I don't know what you call it. It's, it's not a pro-am where you... Like the draft where you go and play for... Yeah, like the Gordie Howe game. It's that a charity happens. event. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, where you draft alumni or NHL guys and I don't participate and he's like you're an idiot so now did you say you were going and then not go or you just didn't i don't recall was a while (laughs) back but i think we're we've mended fences for sure well that'd be good that'd be good was it in saskatoon as as well where you did the charity bike ride Mm -hmm. and he organized that okay you want to tell people about the charity uh bike ride you took part in it's uh, the, the Children's Hospital, and I don't know if they called it. They called the Saskatchewan Children's Hospital, Saskatoon sure. Children's Hospital. Anyway, they didn't have one, so they're raising funds for it. And Chaser is a huge charity guy, gets involved in everything, which is, you know, give him applause for that. Okay. Anyway, he puts this group together, a bunch of alumni. We're going to go in. We're going to do a bike ride because he was into biking at the time. We're going to bike from... Prince Albert to Saskatoon, Saskatoon to Swift, Swift to Regina, Ooh. Regina to Saskatoon. It's a lot Bike-a-thon. of KMs there. And, it's raising, uh, raising a lot yeah, of money, though. I, We're talking about a hospital, right? Oof. Big one. Yeah, and, that, and then they would have a big, every, every city they went through, they'd have a big event that night. And so I said, yep, yeah, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Uh, so I went and did one leg of the... Mm four leg bikeathon <laughs> which leg of the oh, bikeathon was it but i but the shortest leg yep. from right prince albert to uh to saskatoon 134 clicks i think so were you like dying that. or was it okay no and then i i had the best of intentions i was going to do the right thing i was going to get in shape i was going to get a bike well i got a bike i didn't get in shape and my bike was electric so it really helped i didn't have to get in shape remember i kind of and then i stole and ele- and th- <sighs> see there's so many layers to it and it's just pure it's pure warner right as soon as he started talking i thought about the cow race let, let's like, something's happening let, let's let's take if you're keeping score at home yeah are you in yep yeah. i'm in how many legs all the legs one leg are you going to buy? I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to buy a bike. No, no, you're not doing that. Shows up, borrows a bike. It's like a moped bike. It's not even one of these e-bikes now where you pedal and get a, it's like, like it's, it's a motorbike. <laughs> it's essentially a motorbike on the one leg he that borrowed from a guy and never gave it back. Oh, someone at the, at the station. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you a bike. Well, which leg? It must've been the longest one. Shortest leg, kept the bike. <laughs> That bike has to be two grand. You're a weasel. If man. not more, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's five grand. Just kept the bike. <laughs> Those cute ones where you see like French ladies in Paris sipping around. Find the guy. Oh, uh, couldn't find the guy. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Uh, now, were you getting uh, 
were you getting shots about it? Were people giving you a hard time? Oh, I'm sure that was just fine. Eh? Everyone else was doing that. Uh, there were eyebrows. <laughs> there was a lot of jealousy too. You get about halfway through and you guys are pedaling away. And- Rhett's passing them. <laughs> I rode. Hey, I Chaser. He had an extra That's bike. good. <laughs> I rode about 30 clicks, so. I did ride about 30 clicks. But you know and what, I, But I had yeah. the seat. seat was at the wrong level, so uh, by the end of it, my knees were really sore. Yeah, really. I can't imagine the kind of pain and anguish you were in I can't after. believe that guy would mm-hmm. lend you a bike that wasn't fit to your specifications. Mopedding a pedal bike route. Yeah. Just here, take Thoughts this bike. Doesn't know, doesn't know anything about you. Gosh. But you know what, Rhett? At the end of the day, who was it for? For the kids. It's for the kids. For the. There is a children's hospital in Kelly, Saskatoon Kelly, now. Kelly there Chase is. has nothing on you, buddy. Nothing on you. Uh, Mad Rose Pub, you see the banner there on the YouTube. They are our ticket sponsor. We got a bit of a road trip here. I'm Next, we got sweating. two more games. One against Chicago. The return match. Oh, and you're saying on the next homestand. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have tickets to give away for that, as well, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Hmm, never heard of them. It's so those are team. the next uh, the next two games that we will have tickets Boy, to Columbus coming for. back. That's in the month of, uh, in this month, anyway. Probably not a hot ticket at all. Columbus on a Monday, nothing else surrounding that event. Anyone? Hmm. Oh, Good Branson coming back. That's yeah, that's right. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Montage for Good Branson. That's Montage for sure. That There's one year, so. so good. Uh, I know you'll you'll get to it. Well, oddly, mm. probably some more Columbus Blue Jacket coverage coming in the uh, Pinder Report. I just Stunge. learned about this team. I'm very excited to dig in. The shoveler, I know the shoveler was away. Took your boys, came back home. She's she's back there. She's been very good at providing some some video and some content for Ooh, us. Remember you. from the drinking party, she had the you know she flipped the bird and that was a good screen grab. And she was that more video coming our way, um, as it ties into one of our sponsors. Oh, good. So let's let's take a look at the video here. I know we got it formatted up. We had to do a little bit of tinkering right before the yeah, show, yeah, but yeah. Princey got her all lined up. Oh, a little home video of retro nap time, Rat. after uh, afterburner the other night. Oh, take a, wow. it was take late a listen. Out there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Take Jeez. a listen. <laughs> Sounds like a wood chipper. <laughs> I mean, Rat. Jeez, Rat. Oh. <laughs> How is she supposed to get any kind of rest? Well, now we know he's wearing a TV wig Whoa, for the show. That's Look at right. This. You got your... <laughs> put some color in your hair to take away the grays. No. <laughs> when you come back to town, I'm going to hook you up with Dr. J over at Out, uh, Outdoor Dental. <laughs> that's something. That sounds like apnea that's to me. I'm nasty. not a doctor. Dr. J is. I mean, he's going to figure out. Jay Patel over at Outdoor Dental. Snoring treatments. Soft palate. A lot of times you think, well, what is it? Is it in your nasal? What? Just right right there. Just right there. Dr. J knows where it is. You don't need to know where it is. He'll fix it for you. It's a laser treatment. Two 15-minute treatments. It increases the tension of the soft palate. So when it gets a little flab, it's flappy. You have a flabby palate there, is my guess, Rhett. 
your soft palate's gotten a little yeah, flabby. So we're going to tighten that thing up. That's right. Reduce snoring. It's non-surgical. It's pain-free. And of course, in addition to that, if you have, if you get anxious, you just cannot, the, the dentist is not your thing. Anxiety. This is the way to go. It is less invasive. Laser treatment. No drills. It's just, it's. The drills, no needles. Is that right? It's, it's the new way of doing business when it comes to dental work. Outdoor.dental is the website. Okay, that, this thing's killing me. Dr. J. Patel, Outdoor Dental. Good to have him on board. We'll do the uh, the Pinder report. You were saying maybe a bit of a light one today, only what, four games wow. in the NHL? And Last you know night, what? Three we're, of them were, were shutouts. We're used to having Monday nighters. That's done for our week. We will have a Monday night NFL playoff game. Um, lighter slate. We did have a national championship game, but we don't really talk a lot of college football on the show, but we'll, uh, we'll dive into some things. All right. It's uh, brought to you by the good folks of Village Honda. Did you see our boy? Is he in like Hawaii or is he? Oh, yeah. What? He is. Anthony is sunning himself as we speak. The all-new Honda CRV hybrid. It's arrived at Village Honda. Stop in road test it today. See what all the hype is about. VillageHonda.com. It's the Pinder Report. All right, gentlemen. Flames Blues tonight. Visitors need a bounce back after soiling themselves against Chicago on Sunday night, where a hungover Rhett Warner had to do his first afterburner. Well, we saw him snoozing there afterwards. Well, I know. He was wiped. Hammered. He started drinking at the game. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. He said he had two coffees. It's too many coffees. It's craters, stomach, 18 yeah. beers mixed in. It's like seven times I'm freezing here. Uh, either way, here's a look at the uh, Flames lines for tonight's game. There's a little tweak as we what? saw. Yeah, there you go. Look at that fourth line. Lewis, Rizichka, and Walker Deer. Deer! 
So that, one of the call-ups yeah, looks to the be The older, in. less offensively gifted one. Just as you'd put all your money on that Daryl would play first. It is Walker Dewar on the fourth line. Zorona, says Pat Steinberg, is coming out. My Zorona. <laughs> I think that's Zorona. He's coming out, and uh, Pelche will, for the second straight game, get paid to be in the NHL to eat popcorn. It's worse things. What would be the it's difference? Better. Not a bad gig. Now, is, would he be making more, or would he be on one of those deals that pays him the same in both, being his a high draft pick, or would he be getting no, significantly same, same. more dough? I don't think there'd be a games played bonus or anything. So, yeah, I think it's the same, same. Either way, Pelche and Zerona, Zerona, uh, going to be watching this one. It looks like Markstrom was first off the ice at skate this morning. That indicates he's the likely starter. Although I thought Dan Vladar is pretty damn good in Chicago. You got two games. You can mix it up. Would we see Pelche and Vladar on Thursday? Maybe. Who knows? Uh, Daryl knows. Actually, that's who would know that. But we'll see how tonight goes. First, as for the Blues, let's take a peek at their lineup. They're missing some bodies. We talked about it earlier. Yeah, it's uh, no Tank, no O'Reilly, no Prunovich, no Krug, no Scandella, no Bortuzzo, and a lot of these guys here. They, that top line still scares me. I like those three players. Buchnevich was a nice pickup out of the Rangers. Well, Bob Thomas, one of the best passers in the business, and Jordan Cairo uh, is coming to his own as one of the better young players in the game. And then that second line kind of looks like a shutdown line. Eh. After that, you got uh, the young guy, Jake Neighbors, and a bunch of guys trying to prove they still... Airdrie! Should be in the NHL. Boy, Jake. Remember when uh, Chucky Jacob wanted out of town. Pelche does have a... Uh, go ahead, sorry. He does have a games play bonus? No, he's got a minor league salary. Oh, he's up, though, yeah. So What I was saying, that, that, that was the point I was making. Is oh. that 70 grand? Is his minor salary, or yeah. I mean, he's not playing, but it's significantly yeah, more. Yeah, I, I, I thought you meant yeah. was whether he sits or plays. No, he's on NHL money because he's up. So yeah. that's a big change from yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so that's that's the story on uh, Flames and Blues for tonight. We'll see. Calgary needs a much better effort. Um, wasn't like they were bad against Chicago, but certainly lacking urgency against Chicago for large swaths of that contest. NHL news. Well, look at this. Do you know the stars are watching? Every day we do the show. We do the show for us. We do it for Tan Man. We do it for Princey. We do it for the Wolverine. We do it for the three of us. Just have some fun. There are superstars that love, watch, and just cannot get enough barn burner. So much so that they will go to social media just to comment on some of the things that happen on the show. Including former Flame and second in league scoring last year, Johnny Gaudreau. Big fan of the barn burner, apparently. He's chiming in. He's weighing in on topics. Look at this. There's Johnny. I only eat cheese pizza. Tells you how accurate that is, you donkey. Whoa, what are we talking about here? You were doing the Yuri Hoodler story from Vegas. Was that, that was, what, Thursday, Friday of last week? I think something like that. Yeah, yeah. We were talking, we had the Bill Bob Hartley and all like, we yeah. played the Yuri with no shoes on, the speech That's of the right. All-Star yeah, game. Yeah. You got Geo was there. Uh, you were down with Rhett covering it and you, you regaled us with a tale of, of Johnny and Yuri was just taking the piss out of him talking about, oh, and then Johnny come in, he's eating the pizza. Well, you said it was pepperoni pizza. I did, yeah. How dare you? 
And now I don't even know if you just made the whole thing up or not. Because if, if yeah. it was cheese pizza and not pepperoni, how do I even know if it wasn't some other player, not Johnny, or a different guy on a different team, or even a different sport? Maybe it was a soccer player that did that when there's an injury on this. Your credibility shot, bucko. Well, the key to when you're making up a story yeah. is to insert details. Like really fine because details. Because then it, it must be true then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But boy, when you get caught like this. Yeah, just pants, eh? When you're, when you're making shit up, it's so embarrassing. So I think like... We I can, only eat cheese pizza. Oh. I mean, busted, dude. Yeah. I, you can't be trusted on anything this anymore. Information. I yes. need, this information. He's full of it. I yeah. need to take the L, is what I've been told. Well, and yeah. take that back. You could also, I could also well. take it back. One thing I would like to give uh, you, though, is... Uh, well, look at this. Special delivery. Let's see what that. this is. Johnny. Who's this young man? He's seven. <laughs> He's seven years old. That's a long time ago, though. Oh, yeah. Order some pizza? What? <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Good. Johnny. How Good. How are you? <laughs> You guys See? Pizza? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Guarantee it's cheese if Johnny's staying. <laughs> cheese pizza. Hi. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're going to get our flames shit on. Wow, from the flames, Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Yeah. yeah. I love it. It's nice, though. Yeah. The pizza man. Johnny good Pizza. On so they're calling him in Columbus. Good. Good. Yeah, good on him. Good for him. I love the. Forced smiles. <laughs> yeah, get him at the end there. He's like, what do I do with this damn kid? Is this thing going to drool on me? Oh, ah. the baby. What about the baby? He's a spring chicken there, isn't he? Holy. And you know what's great about social media yeah. is he responds to the thing. Yeah. I only eat the cheese pizza. So then, I mean, that was how long? When did we screenshot that? Is that this morning? Like literally tens and hundreds, like thousands and thousands of views or whatever 100,000 people saw that Um, tweet. So then I start taking shit. Then he starts taking shit. And then you've got people bickering against each other. Yeah, just fighting in the mentions. Nice nice friggin' hairline. Okay, well, your mom's a slut. It's not... (laughs) Oh my God. So then, so what happens is anytime somebody responds, your phone is like, bays, 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 bays. I, had to, I just had to put my phone away. Yeah. I, had to, I just turned it off, plugged it in. It's like, I, this is ridiculous. Kid Stop hockey, it. right to curling. And I checked my phone off. I'm like, what the Sam hell's going on here? I got like thousand so men. Funny. I didn't do anything here. And so I think we got to get this framed. A picture of the Johnny quote for our first really viral moment. Cause he's such a big fan of the show. Maybe we'll put up on the wall, get it framed. Wouldn't that be nice? I do. You know, those like ins- inspirational quotes where it's just like, um, yeah. second is the first loser, or, you know, the cheetah wakes up and has to kill the wildebeest to eat. Go get him, champ. We could do one with Johnny. I, I only did, eat cheese uh, pizza. I did like you the donkey. You donkey at the end. <laughs> I almost good. felt like that's a bit of a, a bit yeah. of a long. Now, what was it? Was it when we had Conroy on? Because. Johnny was he was in on something else we did, Princey. Remember the one day, and it was and Johnny. I I think we saw him either in the the chat or whatever you were telling me about that the one day. Oh, I don't know if that was a real Johnny or someone pretend to be Johnny. Well, in the but chat. it was the it was the check mark and the whole oh, really? thing. Yeah, yeah. And look at that. There he is. He's all jacked There's up. Johnny, yeah. No pepperoni. Some people. I oh, thought just kidding. Johnny, please come back. We'll we'll give you all the cheese pizza you'd want in the whole wide world. And other people are like. Take your pizza and stick it. Nice record in Columbus, you loser. And you're like, oh boy, geez, this is tough. Social, Social media, media is yeah. the worst and the worst of all. Wasn't of it neat to be right in the sewer though? With oh, all the, yeah, it was with really all the great. shit and piss just to, yeah. to bathe in that for a good 12, 24 hours. You know awesome. what though? You know what though? <laughs> the guy cares. 
The guy cares. Monday's going to be interesting. A couple Mondays from now when he's back. I'll say this. He's, you know, he's making a lot of money. He's in Columbus. He's got a kid now. Life's different. Still cares about the show. I think there's a part of him that wishes he was here. Went to Columbus. That team is worse this year than it was last year and the year before. I mean, they're... Look at the pizza, yeah. Where are they? Bottom five in the league? Oh, yeah. They're right in the Connor Sweepstakes. Top three, I think. Not good. It's them, them, Anaheim, and uh, Chicago. He remembers scoring that overtime goal to win the series. He remembers that. Yeah. He's... uh, you know what? He misses us. Sometimes you wonder what is that close to signing if just the littlest thing set him off. Like if after game seven, for example, they had pepperoni pizza, you had to peel those pepperonis oh, okay. off. That last straw to maybe not. Okay, we'll move on, Rhett. How about that? Uh, it must have been late out east, and we saw you snoring there. You, you still might have been whacked out. That didn't look like comfortable, healthy sleep you had, Rhett. The Oilers lost in L.A. last night. Yes. Um. <laughs> Skin dog, the old skin flute got the hook, and it was Jack Campbell in. He didn't do much better. Former team, team that drafted him, wasn't it? Or it was Dallas. It was Dallas, and then, and then he went to LA and became an NHLer in LA. Resurrected his career. Traded right. to Toronto because he had a low cap hit, and they were up against it, and then became a good player, and then forgot how to play net, and then Edmonton gave him 25 over five. Uh, we all know how it went. <laughs> But now the sky's falling in Edmonton. Check out this article from The Athletic today from uh, their resident Oilers reporter. Uh, the, the, the heat's getting cranked up. They're fifth in their division, boys. With McDavid, it's like, oh, well, once he gets going. No, he's having one of the greatest individual seasons in the history of the league. And so the knives are out, uh, or at least the, um, you better do something about this. Now, in that article, because yeah. they detail that, the, the top pairing of Darnell Nurse and Cody Cece isn't quite Ooh, uh, up to snuff. And the goaltending like hasn't been great. But they also, your boy Dom. Mm-hmm. Uh, loose, loose chicken. With the athletic. Loose he has his, uh, his models, the projections. In yeah. That. He has them finishing fifth. In the Pacific. And the second and final wild card. Yeah, it's close. I mean, I think he has him as of today projected for about 96, 95 point something points. Like that's right on the bubble of you might not get in with that point total. The same projection, I believe, has the Flames, I believe, with home ice in round one, finishing second. Just edging out Seattle. Just out of- now, that's one model. It's not everything, but it's a very good model. And it probably, to the point of the article, speaks to how um, bad everything around the two superstars must be if they're having the types of seasons there, particularly Connor, <laughs> well, that and, they could miss. And last night, it's the taste of their own medicine type of thing. They went 0 for 6 in the power play, mm-hmm. gave up four power play goals Fiala had four power play points. Yeah. Kid me? Anyway, so well, our now, sentiments here at uh, the Barn Burner. I know we don't want to talk about the, the Oilers because no, the people that watch this probably don't want to hear about it. You have to be, even though you're fifth or what, you have to be all in if you're Ken Holland. You have to go get Chikrin or Kane, or you have to, don't you? Because well, of where you're at with those two guys. Good news this morning. The other Kane could be back before the All-Star break. We talked about it. Nine games for the Flames before the All-Star break. I'm sure it's a similar number for the Oilers, so that would put him two weeks away. Do you sit Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl down and say, Doesn't listen. matter. Doesn't dra- matter. The draft this year is it's, really strong. We can't give up our first round pick. <laughs> Do you know how strong this draft class is? We really can't be giving away firsts here. Guys, there could be a franchise player in there. Well, especially and- when you miss the <laughs> Rhett, sorry. Especially you- if you miss yeah. the playoffs, you're going to have a good pick. This goes deeper. Something's wrong in that organization. And I maybe it's the big guys that are the problem. 
How high? Right? Like wow. a, You're talking wow. about players. I'd go up the org chart. I don't think they've players. done a good enough job surrounding these guys. A D, Maybe, that D is brutal. But- the goalies are not good enough. One guy is having a great year. He's in the HL almost all last year. That's not how this was supposed to go. So, Rhett, were you talking about management or were you talking about the top players? No, no, I'm talking about players. Okay. Something's not right in that room. They should like, like that team should be way, way, way better. So, and yes, the personnel, the goaltending is not good and the defense isn't good, but there's no way that. It's too long it's been that way where they got some stud offensive players and nothing else goes well. I, I, if I was a, a, a detective, I'd be digging into what's really the problem because you can get average players play re- better, right? They get average players and those players play like shit, right? Like why? Is the coach terrible? Is the room the shit? coach a lot. Something ain't right. Right? Like something is, something's goofy there. Well, and remember, it was not long say, ago. Well, you called the coaching change. You did. Yeah. Well, he, he had tapped in. You saw it in an interview that day, the day before. I was like, he done. He's had enough. He's tried. He's pushed all the buttons he can. He's throwing his hands up. This is the eighth year of Connor McDavid's career. They've won three series and they lost a best of five in their own building to Chicago who sold at the deadline that year. And does it make it worse now, Rhett, when you've had, because remember last year, they won two rounds. They got to the final four. You've had a bit of that taste. The expectation it, was. But but if, if you're McDavid and now you know what that feeling is, you scored a series clinching goal, at, mm-hmm. right? I need that now. Whereas before, maybe if you didn't, well, yeah, I'm going to love the playoffs. Now you know what that pressure is like. You got to have a stronger hunger for it, don't you? Well, they had that run a long time ago. They won one round series yeah. and then lost to Anaheim. Yeah. They're playing well. I mean, I just something stinks there, right? I, I don't care. I'm an Oilers fan. I'm happy to watch them flounder, but I think you got to do a deep dive into that because I, I, I don't think it's as easy as oh the goaltenders. Oh, let's blame everybody else. Well, some, that, that team is not a cohesive unit. Can I let that me team ask? Doesn't you, take. They, I just want to ask you this question. It's not, it's not a direct comparable, but I'll just ask. I'll frame it this way: Is it hard sometimes, or or is it a natural instinct? Maybe when you're on a team where you don't, where there's such a steep drop off in skill. And you know the power play is that good, and you know those top two guys are that good, that you just almost rely on them just Human naturally. Nature. Connor and Leon are going to get us out of this. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take shorter shifts. Those guys are so good. They're gonna, they have a better chance of getting us in this game than I do. They'll save us. Does that just become kind of a unconscious thing after a point? I mean... I mean- it probably does to a certain extent, but that's where a leader, you would think, would have a focus of making sure everyone feels important and being able to recognize, hey, yeah, guys, I'll do this, but we all have to contribute and feel like a really good leader would make those guys recognize it. This Nothing happens if it's just one person. We have to... It's a team game. It's hockey. It's This isn't new, right? Everybody has to contribute. You get on the ice, you can't just go, I'm going to go out here and kill 20 seconds, give Connor and Leon 
a rest so that they can go out and play like that. And I don't think guys in the NHL think that way. I don't. Could it creep into your game? Maybe a little bit, but, but that's what I mean. It's a stupid scenario where you're trying to break this down and make sense of it. And it's like, well, it can't be the same thing over. Well, they signed Koskinen. That was a stupid. Well, they signed Campbell and that was stupid. Well, the other goalie's no good. Well, that defense is terrible. You've got dry sidle on one of the greatest contracts probably in NHL history right now. Like, he's cheap for what he does. Yeah, the year capped out is crazy. not now overpaid, right? And is their D like, that bad? Something. I think it is. Tyson, Tyson <laughs> Berry and where, Joel. At what point do these guys rise up and get better instead of yeah. Bouchard's floundering tough and looking like they're the worst? Uh, last thought for me on it. How does Connor go into the media after a loss when he was the best player on the ice by a mile and address the team's struggles? That's always the awkward party for me because he knows when he's had a good game. And I think he's incredibly humble. He doesn't like talking about himself, all that. But, oh yeah, that's we just, just got to be better. That's like, how no, that whole thing... Everyone upset me has to be better. That whole thing last year started because of that. The, oh, why are you so pissy? It's because he and Leon were constantly having... Were being asked questions, probably fair questions, about the team's struggles. And it wasn't them. Their yeah. goaltending was no good. Their defensive play was no good. The power play and those two guys were great. And they got tired of having to tap dance around the well yeah. we need yeah. better goaltending right. we can't give up so many odd man rushes that sort of thing that's where that whole thing started that's a good point that context i think makes sense and i think and i don't know was tippet the guy apparently not todd mcclon apparently not that, ken hitchcock i, I apparently said not. it from the start i said it from the start was hitchcock there when he started i'm trying to remember they've been through a ton of coaches. anyway my thing my thing with the Oilers, and I don't don't poke fun at my memory because it could be way off, but I I always thought from this, they never surrounded Connor McDavid with someone that could teach him how to be a good leader. He's had to wing it on his own since he was a eighteen year old teen in the room, right? Like, who was there that showed him how to be an NHL captain? Who was that right. guy for Jerome here? And maybe. Look, Connie had Craig. for a bit. Yeah. Dave Lowry. But to your point, when did, Rhett. When, when, was, when was Jerome named captain? Not when he was 19. No, it was handed. It was like Connie talked about it. He's like, we have to give it to him. Yeah, like, it was Taylor Hall was captain that team for me. him. Yeah, because <laughs> the point I was going to, to your point, is you don't need Mark Messier or one of the greatest leaders ever it just needs to be a guy who's been a Jason that. Smith, a Ryan Smith, one of those type guys, right? And it doesn't always work, but yeah. I and it's well, and it, it's some there, and it doesn't even have to be a player. It's better if it's a player, and you learn from each other, and you, you kind of like each other, and the room's good, and you create a good. I've never heard that the room's good at end. Never, ever, ever for well since he's been there and I've paid attention to it. I haven't heard the room is good there. Have I heard people say it's terrible? No. I've heard that it's not good. And I think that the, that the, the mistake that Oilers fans make is when this conversation comes up, they react, oh yeah, how's things going in Calgary? The comparables for the Oilers are not any team in the division or the NHL right now. The comparables for the Oilers 
are the Penguins when they got Malkin and Crosby. It's comparable to the Oilers of the 80s when you had Messier and Gretzky. It's comparable to, you know, the Lightning when you have Kucherov and Stamkos in their prime. Ovi. Ovi and Baxter, whatever it is. Like, we're talking about there should be a dynasty, if not a few banners, not can we make the playoffs. This isn't a who's better in Alberta. This is how are you wasting the prime of one of the greatest players in the history of this league so well? Three series wins in eight years. That's not Lemia. That's not Stevie Y. That's not Sid. That's not any of the other superstars of the caliber we would place McDavid in. And I think the responsibility for that goes well above the locker room right to the people that run the organization. Anything under the owner, including the owner, is responsible for this because they've rolled through a million coaches and had all the big free agent splashes. They've traded first. They've kept first. They're not well run enough. And Connor knows it. Awkward party. Yeah, very well. And that's, you know, you're right. It always goes, oh, you guys make fun of the oil. Yeah, and I poke fun at I the I don't think we're having a different conversation than what Oiler fans are having because no. they're, they're frustrated. They know they're fifth. They see it. I, I read like, does Jesse Pugliarvi lead them in fighting majors or something this year? I saw this stupid yeah. stat last night that Clem Costin goes in and starts running around and they're like, look at this guy. Finally, there's somebody here with some piss and vinegar who's going to stir the drink a little bit. You're probably bang on, man. Uh, okay. Uh, look at, good uh, half hour. Let's keep going on it. That's fine. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, any final thought, Red, or no? Well, I'm just looking. I pulled up the stats. I mean, obviously, McDavid's heads and tails better offensively than anyone, yeah. maybe forever. But that that was my point, was that if, if you just go off their positions, their top three, four guys, you've got Connor McDavid as a centerman, Leon Dreisaitl, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Centers, if it you want. It should be. Yeah, they are all centers if you want. That should be every every other team in the league should be salivating. Go, oh my god! Can you imagine if we had those three guys? The GM's what dream? Three punch, <laughs> right? Like, what are we talking about? And they're all producing 77, 62, and forty eight points. Then Hyman's got forty four. I think he's doing what he's supposed Kane to. Kane was fine before the injury. For some reason, for some reason, they don't win. Who's their best player outside that top five? Not an easy question. Uh, okay, we'll move on. National championship game. Georgia against TCU last night. And boy, when you miss an extra point in one of these championship games, you're like, is this going to come back and haunt us? Like, is this going to screw us over? Um, <laughs> nope. At uh, This miss was going to be A-OK, Dean. That's... Uh, at halftime, you know, this was, is the big. This is the biggest game of our season. This is the biggest game for a lot of these guys' careers. You might not ever be on a stage this big again. Back to back for Georgia. Could you do it? Friggin' kickers. And like you gotta buckle down here. This is a chip shot. He's at the ten yard line here. This is 20, 21 yards. Oh, oh boy, jeez. H or U. They'd survive they, that somehow. They held on, did they? And the internet really loves a route. So let's uh, let's walk through the memes here. Uh, George is the Bulldogs, of course, so I always like a good uh, dog analogy for a dog team. Um, this is George on TCU. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, the, the TCU defense taking it a bit. It uh, just felt like they're a little overwhelmed. And so for live footage of that, we head to a, a beach somewhere where this is TCU's defense <laughs> trying to stop <laughs> 
no, 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 no. And then the, uh, how many points do you think they're going to put up tonight? Because they were on quite a torrid pace early. And uh, the answer to that was a Baltimore Ravens player whose name is Isaiah Likely and whose number is 80. So the back of his jersey just says, Likely 80. Likely 80, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is far out. That's Robert Griffin III, IG3. That's funny. Finally, boys, hate to do it without you, but, uh, you know, we're all pulling the rope here at uh, Barn Burner. Had to do a business meeting without you yesterday, so. Um, Thanks, buddy. I just, appreciate that. Yeah, here to help. Don't want to, so, you know, chatting with clients and, <laughs> thought I'd, uh, you know, some paperwork and check in with the. For those uh, of you not on the uh, on the YouTube, it's, uh, look at it, it's the Nation Truck, hashtag Nation Truck, the Tower Chrysler, one that's sitting right in front of the old Bonton. Yeah, we had to go say hi. So there you go. How's, uh, how's everything up there? Oh, Greg's in great spirits. He is, eh? Well, you know, they, they talk about uh, how busy Christmas gets. No one busier than Bonton. And so January, a little more space. And hey, if you guys have just time to hang, it's this month. So, and also, Did you great service. Haggis? Haggis isn't ready yet. He wants Haggis. Haggis? Dean is not impressed. I am not doing it. You're just going to hammer hot dogs and not care what's in and then really worry about what's in Haggis? Get I over yourself. I do not need to see how the sausage is made. <laughs> That's your pender report. Brought to you by Village Honda. Did you get your spa thing all figured out for the wife's car? Gift Let's certificate. We're good. Yeah, the boy. Gift certificate's not gonna do. It's gotta be clean when she's back. It's clean. Uh-huh. It's in the garage. It's not going anywhere. They uh, they'll detail your car. They'll give. It's the state of the art service center. They've been taught it's your dealership for life. You can find out why. Swing by Village Honda in the Northwest Auto Mall. Check them out online, villagehonda.com. And uh, you can check out Anthony's social media to see uh, yeah, what's... see him on the beach. Was that him with the broom there trying to stop the surf from rolling in? Uh, talked about it earlier. We're going up to Jasper at the end of the month. If if so, you're not doing the pond hockey thing, maybe, maybe you just want to go to Jasper because it is all about the month of January up in Jasper. They have gotten together as a community, as a group, and they're rolling things out. The Whiskey, Wine, and Hops event, I mentioned during, I think it's while we're there, the uh, street party, the fireworks, there's deals on accommodations, on food, on uh, different retail, and and the experiences you can go on. It's the lighter side of winter up in Jasper jasper.travel slash January, and it'll take you there. I mentioned the uh, the poutine. They got the poutine deal going on up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course, uh, if, you're, if you're into skiing, Marmot Basin, only half-price lift tickets all the time. That's a deal. 89 bucks plus tax. Best deal in the Rockies is back this year. Save 50% off regular price. Adult, senior, student, youth tickets every day, all season, no blackout dates. Go to their web. Jasper.travel. You'll uh, you'll be hard pressed to find a reason not to go. You'll careful. You're gonna want to go to Jasper. So gonna want to go. That's what it is. Yeah. You are definitely, definitely, definitely gonna want to go. Careful with those double and triple negatives. That's really yeah. confusing. There it is. Venture beyond. We got to get uh, tuned up here. I don't want to show up with rust falling off us or that three on three tournament. We're representing the brand here. I'm beyond repair. I don't, the, the, what, when's, when's the event? 20, 26? Like, there's I'm not no... asking you to get in shape, but maybe, you know, like, we'll get that stake tip. You know, your hands get a little loose if you play with the puck a bit. Oh, yeah. Just get on the ice a bit between now and then, huh? Sure. Uh, go on, uh, go on the, 
interwebs and search some of those sales places that you like to visit and buy some useless crap that you can set up in your garage and stick handle through it, right? Work on your hands in the garage. Get out in the garage. You don't have Here's, that fancy car anymore. You got lots of room in the no, garage. No, it's in the car. It's in Is the ramp still taking up space. It's in the garage. Uh, here's how it's going to go. I'm going to go to Jasper. I'm going to enjoy myself, the poutine, the uh, the whiskey, the wine, the hops, the street festival, the fireworks, and all of that. Yeah. I think for a three on three tournament, we got plenty of guys. Do you want to be our mascot? Uh it's if if Coach? the mascot is the guy that takes a couple twirls and then drinks on the side, then sure. Doesn't sound far off, yeah. Bear Harvey. You've seen me golf. That'll be me at the pond oh, hockey. Oh, you got to be better at hockey than golf. Don't Come on. Your breath. I'm good at Were spinning tunes. you on a traveling team at some point? You went on these men's trips all I'm over the world? good at spinning tunes and having some beers in the sidelines uh, and cheering everybody on. We need a ringer, I'm telling you. You're, well, yeah, what, you, need a you're what the Oilers need. Dean is what the Oilers need. They Stay don't need more guy. skill. They need a good room guy. I Somebody said that's good. Well, you stay at home D? They can use a stay at home D too. That should be one of our shirts. I'm good in the room. All right. Rhett, you were good in the room. If that room's the bar. I'm deadly. You're just in a lot of rooms. I'm always that's in the true. room, yeah. is what your shirt would read. Betway Bets of the Day, and we'll get out of here. How about that? Let's do it. Betway Let's Bets go. of the Day. Let's go. There were only four games last night in the NHL. I believe there are 10 on the cooker tonight. 25 teams. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, I didn't go Blues Flames. We usually take those two. Don't jinx them. You've been jinxing the Flames. Stay away. Sorry, Rhett. Kraken at the Sabres tonight. Oh. The Sabres lost 4 nothing last night lost. to Philadelphia. The Kraken... They've won five in a row, seven, two, and one in their last 10. On the road, 13, four, and two. Shut out the Habs. Who, uh, did you see those uniforms? Why are they dressed up like the Kraken? Yeah, I don't know. Kraken are plus money. Look, there oh, he is. Oh, wow. What does it say? Which account? That's the Sabres account? Really? Read it out for us. You're on the small screen. We can't that really read it. That's right there. Rhett Warner will be on the pregame show tonight. Tune in at 6.30. Wow. That's the Sabres in-house or the mm-hmm. TV broadcast? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. MSG okay. Network or whatever it oh, is. Oh, good. Good for you. So anyway, Kraken are plus money in Buffalo. I'll take the plus 100. All right. Money line. They're rolling. And the Devils Too at the score. Hurricanes. The Devils, remember that start they had? Oh, they're on fire. Cooled a little bit. Canes are still very strong. They've played each other twice recently. December 20th, right before Christmas, 4-0 Carolina in Carolina. Uh, Last week, a 5-4 Carolina win in a shootout in New Jersey. This one is back in Raleigh. Regulation win, plus 100 for the Canes. Those are my two games for the bets of the day. And uh, on the Carolina front, sounds like Freddie Anderson's close. Is he? Which will bring on an interesting decision because Ranta's been... Anti-Ranta and this Piotr Chotkev has been phenomenal it's as well. It, so well, it's something like that. Let's see if they go with the three-headed monster, which everyone loves. Three goalies, perfect. Yeah. Works so well. Everyone loves practice with three goalies, right? Here are my bets of the day. I'm going to home. If I can't go on Calgary and be jinxy pants, why don't I just jump on one of Calgary's finest? Columbus is in Tampa. Cheese pizza against uh, the t- two-time champs. Braden Point, two points or more, plus 162. One point in the power play, plus 135. Calgary's finest. Go get them. Look at you. There you have it. Get the app on your phone. Follow along. It's the Betway Bets of the Day. What are we, six 
Six o'clock puck drop. Yep. St. Louis at six. And uh, Thursday too. So that's all right. It's a little little early hockey for us. There's the the Habs. Yeah, why are you trying to look like the Kraken? Are they, is this so like, much welcome to the league. We love you. Welcome to Seattle. Hey, we're going to wear jerseys that look like yours. It's the reverse retro. They, you can only good. do so many things with. I think it's the uh, the original sixes. It's hard for those teams because they're such historic, like seared into our brains logos that you mess anything around. It's like, oh, it looks like shit. Whereas, was, that an, was that an Expos thing perhaps? Uh, probably, yeah. The yeah. powder blues. But it's just, I, I when the new the, the new teams have fun with it, you love it, and then the old ones, like, oh, I don't know. So six o'clock start, good uh, good start time, and then afterburner. Yeah, Red, right, are you doing tonight. afterburner tonight? Eleven Sabers time. You're gonna be completely zonked out by then. Oh, he's muted. You've turned your mic off. Yeah. I gotta do the uh, the Sabers broadcast. Six three. I don't know what the math is. Someone will be there though. What? I got to do the Sabres broadcast, so I'm not sure if I can do the afterburner, but someone will be at the afterburner. I'm sure somebody will do it. Is this how scheduling is going to work? We're going to get to day of and then... No, what it's going to be is just Rhett's not going to do them, and you and I will end up doing them. Hmm. I don't like that. I said Thursday. I said Thursday. You asked for Thursday off. So. Well, that's true. Go he ahead. wants to do Thursday? I was thinking the Rhett. I mean, 6 o'clock. It's, there's only so many early mountains. games. This I mean, is the week of early games. If you want to buckle up for the 8.30 LA starts, that's fine too. Yeah, there's no chance I'm doing that. So You realize an afterburner is going to start about midnight your time for a Flames home game. So are you doing tonight? I'm happy to do tonight. Would you like to do tonight? No. Right, would you like to do tonight? You need Thursday off. Yeah. So you may as well do tonight. Yeah, I don't need. But I'll do I, Thursday. Yeah, good. Rhett, you're on tonight. See you then. Pinder and Warner, tonight on Afterburner. Good luck. YouTubes. Hope I can make it work. Podcast, downloads. When you're on your way in tomorrow, <laughs> fire up your old, uh, your old podcast there and hear all the insight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the jocularity, the yucks. Jocularity. Hilarity. Rhett was uh, drinking Caesars last time and was hung over the same day he started drinking. Yeah. So that'll be tonight. Tough to top. Little afterburner following the Blues and Flames. We'll be back tomorrow. Love it. Work on Chaser. Yeah. Be great to get him on. And we may have a special guest on Friday because I think Rhett's going to bail on us on Friday. Oh, are you off Friday? Yeah, I'm taking off Friday. Kids hockey. It's the uh, Buffalo Cup this weekend, Dean. Don't you know? Of course. Didn't. Is that like the bean pot for now you 10 do. year olds? Now I do. All right, buddies. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one. Boilers suck. Yeah. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 